0: Hi again, welcome back. Attorney Steve Vondren here, licensed practice law in California and Arizona. Okay, so we're talking today about BSA software audits. We're talking about Autodesk audits. These are things that come up, and I I think we're seeing these with more frequency than before, especially targeting smaller and medium-sized businesses that may not have a compliance department, may not have an IT team that's tracking licenses in the organization. And when I say licenses, I'm referring to software licenses. And the basics I think most people are aware. So uh, software companies make software, and so that's their product, and they want to sell, more likely license their software, allowing your company to use their software in your business and or in your personal daily life. So you buy these licenses, you buy the rights to use their software, but you have to follow the end user licensing agreement. And that is the big long thing that everybody clicks on and never reads. You know, it's that big long licensing agreement tells you everything. You wouldn't spend the time to read it if you had the time, And even if you did read it, you would probably end up scratching your head, saying, "What on earth do I get to do with this software? What do I not get to do? What's prohibited? What can't you know?" So it's one of those really interesting things. Where, but but then again, on the other hand, the software companies will argue that you are bound to that licensing agreement and how many installs you can have and where you can install and everything else. So basically, we've talked about this in other blogs. You can find out more information at softwareaudits.net. You can find out more about this topic. So basically, what happens is, so then you have these companies that, let's say, you had an employee, and your employee is somebody you ended up firing, or maybe there was a temporary employee that was in your office looking around. Somebody that knows something about software piracy, and somebody knows something about these. BSA reward lines where you can basically turn a company in and try to seek a reward if the BSA or one of its individual members is going to recover a monetary award against an infringing company. So you have this, this economic incentive for people that have been inside your office to basically go and tell on you. And to say, you know, I I was in their environments, they use a lot of Adobe software, and they're not paying for it, or they use Microsoft servers, and they're not paying for it. They're using um, Autodesk, you know, AutoCAD software, not paying for it. So these are the things where, you, you know, you get the company could give what we refer to as the love letter. And we're kind of just joking when we say that, but basically the love letter says, you know, we need to you to audit your internal systems pursuant to our end-user licensing agreement that you agreed to, and we want to see what you have. We, you, we want you to go around to all your computers and laptops and servers and take an inventory of what you have and report back to us. And in that inventory, we also want to see all your proofs of purchases. We want to see that you've paid for all your installs and that you're properly licensed. Now, usually when they come knocking, so to speak, with the love letter, they're going to have, at least according to them, they're going to have some sort of evidence against you that indicated to them that this was not sort of a fishing expedition, that they did have actually something on you. So, you know, it's important to think about who your insider is, who it might have been, what they might have seen, um, and, and also times to look at this person that was an informant, you know, sometimes often they're a disgruntled employee that was terminated, um, usually for doing something wrong at the office or not being productive or goofing around on company time, um, downloading things on the Internet and so forth. So it's important to always know who you think your audit, your uh, informant is. So that's one of the important tips in a, when you're handling and dealing with one of these Autodesk audits. So... Um, so basically, you have this situation where you've got the love letter, they want you to inventory, they're potentially threatening willful and malicious copyright infringement, threatening, to be, you know, for lack of a better word, basically threatening that you're going to have this gigantic federal copyright lawsuit, huge damages, a public nightmare, or, you know, the company is going bankrupt, the whole thing. So you have this, these feelings of fear and panic when you get these types of letters that's when our law office gets called. Can you help me? What do I do? You know, do I do I run and delete all the software? Do I run and pay the licenses real quick? What do I do? And you know, one of the important things here is, you know, from my experience in handling these software audits, there's usually two kinds of companies. One, the company that pays for nothing and says, you know, hey Steve, I'm a startup company. Um, you know, I was going to pay. We just hadn't got around to it. You know, we just downloaded some trial versions and, you know, found a way to, you know, get some codes and got this thing going, and we, but we were going to pay for it. Those types of companies have, you know, some serious problems. You know, some, some, we had a, a caller the other day that said I had, I had uh, hundreds of uh, software that wasn't installed. They were all upgraded, but we didn't pay for them. And I said, well, that's going to be that's going to be a big problem. So you have those kinds of companies. You also have companies that that pay for most of their software and may have a couple minor issues or a couple installs that they weren't aware of. Uh, perhaps they don't have an IT guy internally, so they're not exactly aware. Of you know all their licenses, maybe a new employee came on and and brought in a piece of offer from a garage sale and using that, and so lots of different types of issues that can arise. But what we do is we take a look at where you're at, you know where you fall into, ca- into which category do you fall into? Do you have any defenses? Do you have your receipts? Have you perhaps lost some receipts? Um, those kinds of things. Um, some, we have one guy that said, you know what, I, I got this software as a giveaway at a trade show. They're actually giving it away, and now they're telling me it's infringing. So there's lots of different types of scenarios that can arise in these Autodesk software audits. And Autodesk is, is a popular program because it has over 10 million users, architects and engineers, and manufacturers and things like that. So, you know, and they have their own end-user licensing agreement. So if you're in that category... Um, there are a lot of smaller companies that, you know, what I would call the 1 to 20 employees and running a lot, a lot of different versions of, of Autodesk. And these are the kinds of people that can get these letters. So, you know, our general uh, piece of advice on, on, on dealing with these software audits is to cooperate and to evaluate to see what you have. Um, depending on which type of company you are, submit to a voluntary audit you gather your proofs of receipts and try to negotiate a fair and reasonable settlement. And, you know, in most cases, we've been able to achieve a settlement that would not bankrupt your company, put you out of business, and uh, is something that would be affordable. Payments have been possible, and those kinds of things. So, in general, that's kind of how these uh, audits play out. They can last, you know, a couple, to figure on a couple months, probably at a minimum, Potentially longer if you end up in a federal copyright lawsuit so and a lot of questions we get is will these end up in a federal copyright lawsuit if you look around and I've looked around pretty extensively maybe I'm missing a few things but I don't see a whole lot of lawsuits that are being filed by these individual software companies against a smaller entity now that's never to say never you know you don't want to be the poster boy poster child for the, you know, or the one, one of the only copyright lawsuits getting filed, but, you know, my research indicates that they're not, you know, unless they have some clear, in my opinion, and this is just a general rule, unless they have clear-cut malicious software piracy, something where they can take to a federal judge and get some credibility and have the ability to recover damages, maybe those might be the types of cases they would be willing to file, obviously, these firms that are contacting us, they're litigation firms. They're not afraid to file lawsuits. They have the ability to file lawsuits and you know we blog some cases on our on our blog at softwareaudits.net. You can read more about it but we have a few cases that we talk about. So at any rate, that's the general nature of Autodesk Software Audits. If you have some questions, if you're facing an audit, we'll give you a free consultation. We'll analyze your case, tell you what we think, and how you should potentially proceed. And, you know, we'd like to represent you if you're facing that type of audit. So, uh, Attorney Steve Vonron, we're a business litigation firm. If we can give you some help. For more information, visit SoftwareAudits.net. And other than that, if you have questions, give us a call, 877 276 5084. Okay, well, we appreciate your time today. Good luck. Pay for your license. Uh, you pay for your software licenses, and if you have any issues, give us a call. Thanks again. I'm Attorney Steve, have a great day. Bye now.